This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. And thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, this is getting very interesting. If you recall, Lady Antebellum, the country artist band, um, decided to drop the Antebellum from their name and just go by Lady A. Okay. Well, then they find out there is a Seattle blues singer named Anita White who has been going by the name Lady A for decades. Hmm. So there's a Zoom call that we all see of them having talks, and it looks like they're having fun and getting, you know. Yeah, well, they sent out the the still, you know, the screen grab where everybody yeah. had a smile on their face. And it was right. like, okay, all right. Great, they they great. reached some amicable agreement. Well, then Lady A, the singer, whose real name is Anita White, she said, mm, when the lawyers started getting involved is when the problem started. So, all Lady Antebellum, Lady A, the band wants to do is be able to use that name. Okay? Sure. Yeah. So, this Anita White has says they claim to be allies and that they wanted to change their name out of the racist connotation and then they sue a black woman for the new name. She did an interview for Rolling Stone. Um she the lawsuit they're asking a federal judge for in Nashville is for clarification of use of the new name. They're not seeking any monetary damage. Um, this Anita White said in the statement that she has told the band members she does not wish to share the name that she began using in the 80s. Hmm. She said at this point, I'm not surprised by anything they would do. When they talked about how talks broke down, they never talked outside of trying to get me to do what they wanted me to do, which is coexist. And that's something I never wanted. And I stand by that. So interesting, huh? So she's but she never had no. a trademark on the name. That's the problem. Correct? Yep. And whereas, whereas Lady Lady A, the band, um, they did file for a trademark back in 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Something like that. Eight years ago. Yeah. Okay. So she says, I never wanted that. I stand by that. I've said it many times in our conversations. I told them I didn't think coexistence would work. And it has already become harder for her music on streaming platforms, she said, um, because of the band's move and that she has had trouble uploading her new single for release. She also said they're... Um, uh, they described her recent request for $10 million was disingenuous. Uh, they tell a story that I asked for $10 million, but they didn't tell the true story and they didn't say why I did it. She said, I saw this wasn't going anywhere and they erased me. 
So what do you think I'm going to do? I have to rebrand myself. I don't want to have to share a name with you. And you shouldn't be allowed to just get a slap on the wrist. I wanted my name. All I ever wanted was to keep my name in the blues genre doing what I did. I should not have to bend um, because they've got money. And she said she planned to share half of that money with the Black Lives Matter movement. So it's not just a money grab. Hmm. She really wants to keep her name. It will be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I, she doesn't well, have the and trademark, and I think that's that's the That's fatal, what's tough about yeah. it. And... Um, I mean, you could. It. I'm no again, no legal expert here. But if you have a trademark and if you filed for a trademark and then there were no issues, that I don't know how all this works. But I think that the dumbed down story that that we're being told is that they filed for a trademark. There was no opposition to them registering for that. Right. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know if if she has spoken about this. Anita White, the original Lady A, if she saw that trademark get registered or if she did not or if she didn't care back then but cares now right right or didn't know about it i mean right uh, somebody could be trademarking my name right now and i don't know how i would know there's got to be another town of valentine out there for sure i'd love to get to meet her (laughs) wow that's all right no actually somebody wanted my website oh i think she's an artist wait a second wait a second wait a second Donna. What? Do you have a Don't website? Don't worry Donna. about it. Don't you worry about it. It's not up and running. I should just sell it to her. Is it .com? Yeah, you could get in your own sort of battle here. It's not .com. What is it? Donna Valentine Radio? It's just uh, DonnaValentine.net, I think. Oh. .info.biz. <laughs> Weren't yeah. able to spring for the .com, huh? Nope, I think it was taken. Yeah, DonnaValentine.net server IP address could not be found. So mm-hmm. I think you're 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 squatting on it right now. Oh, maybe I didn't pay my bill. You may not have. Oh, I probably didn't. Okay, she can have it. Hey, no, hey, Donna. No, what happened? No, you have I to don't fight. Know. I don't know. Well, you're right. You think I'm not in a heated battle with the multiple Steve Pattersons out there? Least among them, Toronto-based comedian who appears to be very successful in Canada. That's Steve Patterson. Then NBC News, up out of nowhere, comes another Steve Patterson. He's an actual journalist, whereas I am a clown. And then there's uh, like some sports guy named Steve Patterson. Oh, some really? Director. Oh, it's a very look at all these name. pictures. I just searched Donna Valentine no, on please Google. Please stop. I'm too late. Don't, I'm there. Don't do it. You anyone can. No. And there are a bunch of lovely pictures ah. of you. The first one where you appear to be moving hair back from your ear. It's one of those you know posed candid shots. Oh looks yeah, really yeah. Nice. You that look was a really nice. good photographer. I wish I could remember her name. Yeah, you look great in that photo. Uh, then That's there's an it. image of you and I together on Twin Cities Live. Terrible. You're wearing a green dress. There's another one of you wearing a, a thick All right. white sweater. I, I don't think we need to describe every picture to our um, audience. Oh, and then there's a couple other ladies who seem to be challenging you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in other music news, um, today is the 35th anniversary, or this week at the very least, of Live Aid. Do you remember Live Aid? I don't right, think... I'm um, just saying, yeah. I don't think technically I was really around for it as much i don't really i know of live 1985 i was too Mm. well this was the day the music changed the world it was a global effort to feed the world raised over 80 million dollars 1.5 billion people around the world watched as two sold out venues wembley stadium in london and jfk stadium in 
Philadelphia. I'm walking here. Well, yeah, kind of. Featuring some of the biggest musical acts of the time. And Prince Charles and Princess Diana were there. Um, but the cool thing is, Phil Collins managed to play both venues oh. in the same day. Really? So first he was on stage at Wembley. Then he got interviewed boarding the Concord. Uh-huh. Jack Nicholson and Bette Midler announced his arrival and introduced him for his second performance in Philadelphia. Wow. Isn't that That's crazy? Cool. That's pretty fun. What is the Concord story? <sighs> You're asking start the wrong from guy. The be- start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, does it still exist? I don't know. Um, that was the big thing, right? That you could go from one side of the world in the next in, like, no time because it went so fast. Does the Concorde still exist, he searched. It's a passenger airline that was operated, oh, until 2003. Still holds the record for the fastest crossing of the Atlantic by a commercial aircraft. Why'd they get rid of it, I wonder? They retired her. I don't know. I mean, that would be great to be able to be somewhere in no time. Oh, I got it here. British Airways and Air France were able to operate Concorde at a profit in spite of very high maintenance costs because the aircraft was able to sustain a high ticket price. The type was retired in 03, three years after the crash of Air France Flight 4590, in which all passengers and crew were killed. Wow, that guy. On the Concorde? Not on the Concorde. Okay. On Air France Flight 4590. Maybe just that size of plane. They were just like, all right, we'll shut it down. We've had our moment. Here's the funny thing. Going into that, I had very little idea of anything about the Concorde. Must have been big in the 80s. Yes. Okay. Well, that's... Now I know. Now right. I know. Now you know. Now we, we got to go. go. We got to go. We got to go. All right. Go. Are you guys familiar with this Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith story? I saw just a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, boy. Oh, boy. You're going to want to stick around for this because Jada Pinkett admits to a relationship with an artist who claimed he had an affair with her with Will Smith's blessing um she and will sat down during one of her red table sessions and discussed we've got some of that audio when we come right back on my talk 1071 hey good morning welcome back donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment donna valentine and steve patterson hi everyone i'm steve patterson and i'm she's donna, donna valentine, valentine. That's us, yeah mm, together Hope is producing, and I don't know how to say Hope's last name, but I'm going to try myself. Hope's last name, Slusser. Oh my gosh, I'm impressed. <gasps> what? Your really? last name is Slusser? Yes, a lot of people will say Slusser Sl- uh-huh. because was... of the A-R, but wow. Slusser is correct. I was really going to say Slusser is really oh, what I thought. I, I get that too, it's okay. Huh. <laughs> Wow. Hmm. I, I mean, You're first try. Friend, I know. Look at that. Welcome back, everybody. Hmm. Everybody, welcome back. So, um, Jada Pinkett Smith admits that she had a relationship with that uh, artist, August Alsina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that she and Will Smith agree that they were separated at that time. And they were sure that they were not going to get back together. They were on a break. Yeah, it reminds you of, yes, Ross and Rachel. Right. Um, so um, it was true. So we thought, why is this guy coming out and saying this stuff um, out of the blue? 
Uh, he was on somebody's podcast and he said that, you know, he was madly in love with her. They met through one of her kids, I think her son. And then the relationship kind of morphed as time went on. Here she is with Will Smith on her Red Table Talk. You and I were going through a very difficult time. And we decided... I was done with your We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time. That particular point in time, it was indefinite. Yeah. As time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement with August. An entanglement? Yes. (laughs) Yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship, absolutely. I was in a lot of pain, and I was very broken. In the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to feel good. It had been so long since I felt good. I'm gonna get you back. I think we're good on that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's probably true. 25 years and counting. We ride together. We we die die together. together. Bad Bad marriage marriage for life. life. (laughs) (laughs) They are so weird. I mean, what is that? You know, well, let me let me say, I thought it was interesting. People have long had all of sorts of suspicions about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith's marriage. I've heard all sorts of conspiracy theories thrown out there. Uh, so I thought it was, I felt myself having multiple opinions at the same time, almost conflicting opinions of like, wait, why are you doing this? To... Oh, this is kind of cool that you guys are doing this because they they know of the rumor mill that has been around their marriage for years, and n- never more than a you know a, of a fever pitch than in the past couple of weeks as this word was coming out about this alleged extramarital affair. And so for them to, it's kind of a cool thing for celebrities right now that they don't have to call up Katie Couric or Oprah and right. say we need to sit down and talk with you. They can just fire it up on their own, which I th- I think is is cool. Now, granted, you know, you see kind of quirks of their communication style and and all that kind of stuff, but I appreciate that they um, that they said, all right, we're gonna we will decide how we talk about this. We'll sit down, and you know, I've only seen probably in total about four minutes of it, but will you know even pushing her on why don't you just tell everybody tell everybody what happened then when she said entanglement even poking fun at her like really are we going to call it an entanglement you mean a relationship to which Mm. she agrees yes a relationship um and i i think that it's cool in the respect of generally you just wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
see these things will just break down a marriage, whether you're on a break, whether you were separated or not. I am always a fan of in Hollywood, the, the tired old story is people just get divorced. And so when there is a story where couples encounter great hardship and great heartache hmm. and come out on the other side and agree to um, forgive one another and to move forward and try to make it strong again, I think that's great. Well, it also sounds like he had some dalliances as well. Yeah, it did sound like that, yeah, right? Because she, she said, when I she, think we're good there. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you're probably right. So there may have been things earlier on in their marriage, a little less recent, um, where where that happened. But, you know, people have said that they, the rumor, one of the rumors is that they have an open marriage and people are saying, oh, yeah, this confirms that. I saw, just can I say something about Twitter real quick? Sure. Twitter is so stupid. You cannot go to Twitter for reliable information. There is, there is so much unreliable stuff out there it, because what happens is you click on the trending thing and then you start reading everybody's comments so then the narrative that i saw on friday afternoon when i saw this was from twitter users was see this confirms they have an open marriage no it doesn't it confirms that they had a broken marriage an open marriage which ain't my jam is saying all right great we're married but we can see other people on the side or whatever don't even get me started on the, the how unhealthy i think that is and destructive but they were not confirming we have an open marriage. But that's what the Twitter narrative from Twitter users was saying. And I thought, you idiots. You are you are absolutely swinging and missing here. I don't know why that made me so mad right now. I don't either. Um, you know, if hmm, it'll be interesting to see what Colleen and Bradley have to say about this situation. They're a resident conspiracy Well, it, there might be a little bit of, wow, that's like a shameless plug for her Red Table Talk program. You know, I think it was already doing well. I don't follow Jada Pinkett Smith much, but I knew about Red Table Talks. Hmm. I think I I kind of like it. I think, and I and I'm sure other people on this station will have a different opinion, and you, the listener, might have a different opinion than I have. But I appreciated that they just said, "Let's we'll talk about it," and then being able to ask each other questions. Um, it just feels a little awkward. You know, well, when you go through something like that, you know, it gets a little awkward if you get to the other side. Like being interviewed by one another is just weird. Yeah, it just feels so unnatural to me. But I, I guess if you want to control your narrative, you've got to take control, right? And you've got you to- can't issue a statement. Nobody t- makes anything. All if you issue a, a written statement, people, you're serving yourself up on a platter. Because people will bend those words and take those words and try to figure out what do they mean by this. So you have to talk about it somehow. If you're going to talk about it, you got to talk about it. You can't just write about it and say, we would like to issue a statement on regarding our marriage, blah, blah, blah. That would go over like a lead balloon. People would have a field day creating their own narratives out of that. Likewise, if you have somebody else asking the questions, like let's say Oprah, who sits down with you and then asks the questions, then you're at the mercy of the questions that were on her mind. So... I kind I kind of get it. I also hear what you're saying. I mean, it feels awkward. It feels like, oh boy, this is this is this is weird. But given their options, I kind of understand why they went that route. Gotcha. I hear you. Uh, what? Sorry, what? I blew up. Hey, it's a Money Monday. Don't forget, coming up at 11:30 today, boy, Steve is going to teach us about money. Guys, it's uh, tax day. On Wednesday. It is. This Wednesday is the new extended deadline for taxes. So if you're just remembering that, it sounds like you've got Monday night plans. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll uh, give you a few tips 
how you can make tax season a little less mm, nail-biting of an experience come next year. The ship has already sailed for this year, but uh, help you prepare for next year so that you're not getting smacked with such a big right. tax bill. you got a couple days yet to contribute to your Roth IRA. Cool. I've got to make a stop at my financial advisor's Hello. office today. I know, right? Hey, I stayed up until 1 a.m. No. I stayed up until 1 a.m. watching a documentary. It was so compelling, and I have so many thoughts about it. Uh, I'll tell you what I watched and why I think maybe you might want to give it a kick, too. That's next. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, coming up at 1045, I will tell you what to do if you encounter a grizzly bear. Wow. Just okay. as I promised on so, Friday. So you're going to have to watch alone because I mentioned that I'm watching alone and now we have my talker saying, hey, I'm binging through it as well. It is a survival show. It's on History Channel. You can watch some seasons on Netflix. Hulu has a bunch of seasons. Xfinity On Demand, blah, blah, blah. You haven't watched it yet, but you've gone knee deep in this bear survival tactics. I do it for you. You did it with black bears first and now you move to a grizzly bear. You got it, buddy. And by the way, I found out in season three or five, one of them, they encounter, they go to a place where grizzly bears are. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And that's like worse than a black bear situation. Hey, Donna! Hey, what? No, I think Patagonia. Patagonia. I didn't know it was a place. Okay. I thought it was just a store. <laughs> and I'm being serious right now. Okay. All right. Uh, Last where, night... Where, where is Patagonia? Uh, let's find out. Mm. Patagonia is South America. No, no, oh no, 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 no. No, where is Patagonia? If it says Mall of America, <laughs> uh, Patagonia Washington. is in Argentina. Oh, there you go. Okay, it's a semi-arid scrub plateau. Well, that's mean. That covers nearly all of the southern portion of the mainland Argentina. Where is Argentina? Do you confidently know where Argentina is? Nope. I'm very bad with geography. I think Argentina is in South America. I don't know. Patagonia encompasses both Chile and Argentina. Did he just pronounce Chile, Chile? You're right, I did. I used to say Chile. It's Chile. Well, there's an E at the end. We have to say Chile. You can't say Chile. You sound like an idiot if you say Chile, right? Yes. And don't say Nicaragua. You sound dumb. It's Nicaragua! There you go. You get the roll of the... Okay. I stayed up until 1 a.m. last night... Watching David Foster hmm. off the record. Wow. Documentary that came out in 2019. The reason I stumbled, I certainly wasn't searching for it, but I stumbled on it with uh, on Netflix last night, just pulling it open. I think it's relatively new to Netflix within the last couple of days. Okay. There's a lot to take in. First of all, my first time ever encountering David Foster, knowing the name, was not on Real Housewives, which they do talk about, uh-huh. but was actually on an episode of American Idol, the Catherine McPhee season. Oh, you're, oh, so you, like, that he's was, always been on my radar as long yeah, as I've yeah, been in music radio. And I would imagine, because he is, you know, 16 uh, Grammys, maker. he's a yep. hit maker. Yep. He is behind some of the biggest, best songs that have ever been produced. I came to know him. I got his bio on American Idol that season. That's season five, I think. Catherine McPhee, Taylor Hicks went on to be your American Idol. Oddly, he was a mentor in one of the episodes. You know, fast forward now, he is married to Catherine McPhee, which, by the way, they talk about the age difference, all of that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, I'll get to that in a moment. First, I, I am 
I loved him on American Idol when I saw him just because I realized he was behind these songs. Then I watched a bit of this special called David Foster and Friends. It was somewhere in Vegas. And he just has one big name star after another coming out and singing a song or two that David Foster wrote or produced for that singer. And so then I really see his prowess as as a hit maker. One of the cool parts was you just get a lot of behind-the-scenes stories from these mega songs. So let's go back to Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Don't play it just yet. He talks about the the what went into that. And there was this big back and forth about what song should Whitney Houston sing in The Bodyguard. There were a few other songs that they went back and forth with, and they thought, should we do this song? Should we do that song? One of the songs that they were going to do ended up becoming a big hit on the radio at that time, a remake of it. And so they said, great, we don't have to do that song. Now we can find something else. They found I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. Uh, So they listened to the Dolly Parton, uh, or they try to get the Dolly Parton version, and they can't uh, they can't get the tape of it. So then they go and they listen to the, was it Linda Ronstadt version? And uh, they decide, oh, we're going to do this. And then David Foster calls your best friend, Donna, Dolly Parton. Gets mm-hmm, Dolly mm-hmm. Parton on the line and said, hey, we're going to do this. And uh, he said, Dolly started saying to him, oh, this is, you know, is going to be perfect. And when Whitney gets to that, I'm wishing you joy mm-hmm. and happiness. It's going to be great. And David said, wait, what? What do you mean I'm wishing? That's not one of the lyrics. And she said, yes, it's a lyric. It's in verse three. Linda Ronstadt's version only had two verses. And that's the version that they were about to do. And Dolly said, no, David, David, this song, verse three is where it culminates. That's where the emotion comes to a crescendo. It really does. That's where you start crying. Yes. And then not to mention that that's the part where musically David Foster chose to have there's that build up. And And then there's that. Right? Yeah, yeah, you hear it's like the music oh my God, stops. Is here? And boom. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, wow. Well, well, that was good. They also um, had an argument. He had a big argument with Clive Davis about who was uh, Whitney's producer about whether or not the song should start a cappella. I believe David Foster didn't want it to. Clive Davis wanted it to. There was all this back and forth. Everybody had opinions. They had a heated conversation where Clive said at the end of the call. David, it'd be best if we'd both just hung up right now before one of us says something that we really don't mean. And uh, so they they hang up, they call back, and they end up doing the a cappella version, to which David Foster said, can you believe they ever even played this song on the radio? So they do all this setup, and then they have David Foster in the room, and then they play the song, and you see him, like, usually head in his hands, eyes closed, just listening to the song, and then commenting on it, which is just kind of a cool behind-the-music kind of a thing. After they do all this setup, uh, they let you listen to Whitney Houston. Let's just listen to a bit of the first verse, which ended up being, despite David Foster's best guess, a cappella. I really don't recall this song being oh. released with that a cappella. Yes, he said that he was commenting on it and he was saying, Can you believe that radio played this back hmm. in 93 when The Bodyguard came out? Yeah, because, you know. It would sound weird for DJs introducing the song. Coming up next, you can win a 24-pack of Mountain Dew, but now Whitney Houston. <laughs> and then all the music stops, and then it's just one voice. But And, of course, it crescendos. My daughter, uh, who is nine, really loves singing. And so I sat her down this morning, and I said, I want you to hear two things. I thought of you last night. You need to hear these two singers. So first I play her Whitney Houston, explain a quick backstory of Whitney's voice, and then she listens and is just like, whoa. Then... Uh, we go to Celine Dion, and he tells this really cool story. If you're a fan of the music industry, I think you would enjoy this 
Um, it's also a sad tale of one man's life in pursuit of success, I would argue. Mm. We'll get to that in a moment. But he hears about Celine Dion. He says he gets a tip from Celine Dion, uh, or about Celine Dion, who at the time was just the singer up in Quebec. And she had developed some sort of fame. He said, I didn't discover her. She already had something going on in Quebec. But he, he went up there, drove 100 miles in the rain, and goes to this tent or something like that and hears her sing and then essentially says, you've got you've to come down to L.A. Millions of people need to hear your voice and they will. I want to work with you. And uh, he talks about this, how he believes anytime he would get together with a singer, this is David Foster we're talking about, he believed that he was going to get the best vocal they had done to that point and that they would never get as good of a vocal out of themselves again. That's how confident David Foster seems to lack no confidence wow. was when he had them in the studio to the point where he said, I'm, gonna ha- I'm just going to see what Celine can do. So he wrote in this really big, high, long note in the song All By Myself and just to see if she could do it. She did it, and then he said, I had her do it seven more times in the studio. Here is the big crescendo note from All By Myself. This is Celine Dion live in Boston from 2008, still hitting the same note. Then she turns it into a run at the end of that. How do you not just pass out on the stage? She holds it. She does a, a run, I mean, just really amazing. Another story of him being at a, a, at a wedding with the Canadian Prime Minister. The Canadian Prime Minister was there, David Foster, also from Canada. He was at this wedding, and the Prime Minister at the time said, you got to hear this guy who's singing. You just got to hear him. And David Foster said to the Prime Minister, look, I've been doing this for a long time, okay? I, like, I don't need any more recommendations as right. to who the next guy <laughs> might be. And then he said, this guy comes out on stage, There's the, the music all goes away, and then you just hear, just snapping. It's Michael Buble. And then he goes on to <laughs> sing uh, Fever. And sure enough, uh, David Foster pulls Buble aside at the end of this wedding, and he goes from wedding singer to, you have got, here's $5,000, pay off all of your bills, mm. you're coming to L.A., you're going to stay in my guest house. We're, there is a, a lane that is empty that was voided by Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Nat King Cole and you know and you need to fill it. And then he comes down and he does it. Another thing he's gonna perform with Celine Dion at the Grammys and they're gonna do The Prayer, which by the way, David Foster wrote and produced The Prayer, which is such a beautiful song that she does with Andrea Bocelli. Andrea Bocelli could not be there for the rehearsals at the Grammys. David Foster calls up a buddy of his who's a vocal coach, said, you have anybody who sounds like Bocelli? The guy said, I got 10 guys who sound like Bocelli. (laughs) He sends him 10 tapes. David Foster said the first three were just terrible. These guys were terrible. And then the fourth tape was Josh Groban. And at age 17, he pulls Josh Groban, who first said, no, I can't do it. I'm a baritone. I can't sing that song. Turned down an opportunity to sing rehearsal at the Grammys with Celine Dion. Finally, he agrees. Foster calls him back and said, no, kid, like you don't have an option here. You're coming. Trust me. You're coming and sing this song with Celine Dion during rehearsals. Realizing that was him giving Josh Groban a chance. Of course, Groban goes on to his own high-flying success. Right. Uh, I, really interesting. I am just so um, loving your enthusiasm for this documentary. Well, I love behind-the-scenes music stuff. Yeah, me I, too. I, I, anything behind-the-scenes I really enjoy. I will say this. That those are the parts that I really loved. And, you know, I, again, I was showing my daughter this morning. you got to listen to Celine. you got to listen to Whitney. Uh, but... It is, a, it is also simultaneously, and I know we have about 60 seconds, it is a, a tale of the pursuit of success at the expense of families. He's been yes. married five times. Yes. And he was actually, this was, he, he produced this documentary, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, 
but he was open with himself and, and, and with the audience saying, I'm a rock. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Or things get hard, and I run. And he talked about the mistakes that he has made in his marriage, mm-hmm. and uh, and he has just left one family after another. Things get hard, and then he runs. And I mean, what an awful message! Do the opposite of what David Foster did in that regard. When <laughs> right. things get hard, do not run. Right. Run to your family. Stay in. Fight through it. Right. Face he it. Talks ab- he talks about that, which is sort of the sad part of the story. And he still has this pursuit of success. Of some days, I feel on top of the world. Other days, I feel like I'm a bum and I'm a fake. And he said, I, I drive myself into the ground and that's how I'll go out. Hmm. So know, it's a little melancholy in that way. I think if you like this, I wonder if you would like David Foster and his sons had a reality show. He for talks a while. about it. Yeah. Ta- I would not like it. I do not like those sort of reality shows. He talks about the Real Housewives. He talks about it was Malibu Princes or something like that. Prince hmm. of Malibu. And Spencer Pratt was in that show. And it was all this kind of weird. So I don't think I would like It was that. more about his family, I think. His kids. Yeah, but then there were like those explosive moments. They were showing some clips from that, and I thought, that's the reality stuff that I just don't yeah, okay. go to quite okay. as often. So I like the glossier version. All right. It's called uh, David Foster. It's on Netflix now called Off the Record. Off the Record. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to watch it. Thanks, okay. Steve. You got it. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to tell you what to do if you encounter Grizzly Bear. Okay. All right. We'll get to that when we get tipsy up next on My Talk. Good morning and welcome back. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hope is helping us out all week. Dawn McLean is on vacation. Uh, how you feeling now, Hope? It's kept coming up pretty close to 11 o'clock. Mm. I might have hit my wall sooner ah! than that, to yep. be honest. Oh, no. but Because I had my coffee so early. I don't what know time is your alarm set it. this morning? 4 a.m., um, okay, let's be real honest here. So, Hope filling in for Dawn on both the morning show and the Donna and Steve show. Uh, what time did you go to bed last night? Well, I try to be good hmm. and go to bed before 10 at least, but hmm. I, um, engineer Jake came in to check in on me because everyone was in separate areas this morning. Oh, yes. So You're all by yourself. All by myself. First time handling that technology, but engineer Jake and Dawn... Like they gave me the best instructions, but I'm still so nervous about oh, yeah. the tech side, and I just couldn't. My brain didn't shut off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't That's sleep tough. that well. <laughs> and when you know you have to wake up really early yes. too, out of rhythm for yourself. Oh god! You're setting multiple alarms, and you're and all your 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 final thought as you go to bed is. <laughs> What if I don't wake up yes, on time? I checked That's my alarm miserable, so miserable. many times. Oh, man. We'll get through this. We'll oh, help yes. you. Yes, it's been great. We'll help you. Thank um, you. And by the way, if you encounter a grizzly bear, I'm here for you. Time oh, for boy. a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 
reasons why I bring this up, not just because you're watching alone, but because I think people might be going on drives and seeing different parts of the country. Mm. Like I'm thinking about going to South Dakota for Labor Day weekends to see some, you know, the Badlands, which I hear are amazing. Wait, are you going to go by yourself? Donna, I can come with you, Donna. Don't worry about it. I might be meeting some friends rather than have them come in my house. Really? Yes. So. I don't know if I'm okay with this. I don't know if I am either. We might rent an RV. I don't know. But I (laughs) thought maybe other people are going to be taking little trips and doing some hiking. So before you go to like Yellow National, uh, I'm sorry, Yellowstone uh, National Park, or any bear country, you should familiarize yourself with safety precautions. Totally. Good thinking, Donna. Thanks. Um, So run for your life may seem like common sense if a grizzly is approaching you. And a grizzly is the big brown ones, by the way. But uh, that's not going to help you, okay? So the following recommended steps are not easy to follow, but they are the best chance for survival. Okay? Okay? Here is what the experts say. Do not run if you encounter a grizzly. Well, that's going to be tough not to. You better not because you're, he's, you're not going to outrun it. Yeah, you're not going to outrun it. What's up with that? Avoid direct eye contact. Do not look him in the eye. It will most likely be a her, so don't look her directly in the eye either. Where am I supposed to look? At her feet? I don't. Yes. Yes, maybe that's a good place. What if we did the thing that I do sometimes with you where I look just above your eyes, like right at your forehead? You could do that. I do that with your hair. Yep, you could try that. (laughs) Now, you want to walk away slowly if the bear is not approaching. You want to be like, hair bear. (laughs) (laughs) And start slowly walking backwards. Now, if the bear charges, like I said, stand your ground. Mm. You're not going to outrun it. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait you know, a minute. If it minute. were an alligator, you know, I'd say, okay, run, but zigzag. Zigzag. Right? The bear's <sighs> charging me and you want me to stand there? Yes. No. Yep. You can't outrun it. Don't scream. Don't yell. You want to speak in a soft, monotone voice. That's when they do the hey bear. Hey bear. Hey bear, I am a person and you are a bear. That's what they want you to say? No, I'm just making that up. You want That's what they do in alone. And wave your arms. Calm. Hey, bear. Wave your arms. Hey, bear. Hey you bear. want the bear to realize you're a human being. Okay? Okay. If you have pepper spray, which I highly recommend, prepare to use it. Okay. If the grizzly charges within 25 feet of where you're standing, Yours. you use that damn spray. Oh. Okay? Within 25 feet? Yep. Use the spray. Now, if the animal does, in fact, make contact, you want to curl up into a ball on your side or lie flat on your stomach. Huh. Try not to panic. Remain as quiet as possible until the attack ends. No. I don't know what else to tell you. This is like, what about, what did Leo do in that movie? He ended up being very injured. Okay. And I think he did all of this. Did he end up sleeping inside of the bear skin or something? I think he ended up, yeah, something like that. What was that movie called? It was called, 
Because mm. you can either listen to what Aunt Donna's saying or you can just go watch the Leonardo DiCaprio bear movie. And don't do what he did. Um, be aware that you can encounter a bear at any time. Be sure that the bear has left the area before getting up to seek help. Most human injuries from grizzly bears are caused by females acting aggressively to protect their young. So keep in mind they're omnivores, so they'll eat almost anything. Oh my gosh. A large um, part of their diet is vegetation, but they also kill and eat large and small animals. There are fewer than 1,100 grizzlies in the lower 48. They're in Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Washington. Oh, jeez. There's 500 to 600 in the greater Yellowstone area. Whoa. I'm watching this bear attack Leonardo DiCaprio. No, why are you the watching The Revenant? The, 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 how do you, Rev, the Revenant. Re, Revenant. The Revenant. I don't know if Leonardo DiCaprio wins this battle. No, he doesn't. Does he die? He doesn't. Oh, he now has a weapon. Oh, he wins. Oh. No. Oh. No. What? Oh, no, the bear fell on top of him. Oh, that's going to leave him off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. All right. Are we just going to sit here while you watch? The and movie? next, Steve <laughs> watches because the next recommended video is Jackie Chan teaches a stunt to Conan O'Brien. Oh. I'll watch that. That's neat. I bet you some of ja- I, Jackie Chan would be fine with a bear. He'd yeah, he'd be like doing his fancy Gosh, footwork, right? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Donna. For hey, that. you're welcome. Um, have you seen The Revenant? Yeah. No. Um, I feel like I, I might really want to see it though. Now that I'm watching uh, Alone, maybe I'd be all into it. Well, we're going to talk about popular movies, and we're going to test one another on ones we have seen and haven't seen. This is coming from a listener's um, a listener observing the fact that. I don't see a lot of popular movies. And missing the fact that neither do I. Right, but kind of different. Like, you see all the blockbusters, right? And, yeah, yeah. And I don't. We'll quiz each other on our movie ignorance, and you'll think less of us as a result. All of that <laughs> is coming up next on My Talk 1071. Woo! Everything Entertainment. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.